Studio B. That's what we call this place. Live from Studio B. Here we are. It's Saturday. <laughs> it's Wednesday morning. Hi. Welcome to This Week in <laughs> Film. I'm Nick Pronto, joined as always by Ray Radaminki. Yeah. Ray, happy birthday from last hey, week. thanks, guys. We, we appreciate it. We remember just as we stopped recording and then we didn't want to turn it back on. It's okay. I wouldn't remember your birthdays either. So. And <laughs> First Matt is here. First I'm, Matt. I'm back. Matt Vitri, that is. Guys, how's it going? It's First Matt. It's going great. Oh, I forgot. If Hey, welcome to This Week in Film. It's the weekly podcast. We all come together. We talk about the movies we watched this past week. Yeah. And it's it's a lot of fun. You're so glad you tuned in. Good times. Um, Ray, what did you see this week? Wow, shot out of a cannon. All right. Uh, <laughs> My God. So this week I watched uh, the movie Fire in the Sky. Awesome. Which um, Classic. is from 1993, directed by Robert Lieberman, um, starring D.B. Sweeney, Robert Patrick, Peter Berg, James Garner. Um, so we talked about this movie a couple weeks ago when we were, when uh, was it your friend Dan who mentioned it in, yeah. in, in his answer to the question? The question was name a uh, a bad movie that had a particularly awesome scene, um, and that's pretty much what, pretty much what this movie is. I wouldn't call it a bad movie. It's not a it's not a great movie. It's pretty run of the mill, middle of the road. Um, but it does have one awesome, awesome scene that did not disappoint me at all. Uh, it was one of those things where I knew the scene was in the movie, so I was kind of waiting for it the whole time, uh, which maybe made the experience a little better for me. But, uh, yeah, it didn't disappoint. So the movie is is based on a true story um, uh, called... Uh, which, is based, which is a book called The Walton Experience by this guy named Travis Walton who claims that he was abducted by aliens um, in the Arizona, uh, like in the mountains of Arizona. They worked as woodsmen. Right. Yeah, that's a woodsman in Arizona in 1975. Um, so him and a bunch of his uh, woodsman mates. <laughs> Some people call them lumberjacks. Yeah, loggers, lumberjacks. They're working out in the woods in Arizona, cutting down trees. And they're on their way home from work one night and they see something in the sky um and gotta go check it out gotta go check it out so because at first they 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 thought it was a fire right 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 right? it's like a red light that is like shining from the trees and they think it's a fire so they drive towards it and they realize that it's a unidentified flying object which for all you kids out there is what a ufo stands for Hmm. um and D.B. Sweeney's character, um, what's his name? Walton, Travis Walton. Uh, he gets out of the car, out of the van that they're in, and, like, walks towards this UFO. And, like, is, like, looking up at it, and all the guys in the truck are, like, like in awe of, like, what's happening. There's, like, a big light beam that shines down on him, and it, like, paralyzes him. And it's, like, almost like a strike, uh, bolt of lightning, like, strikes him. And he falls to the ground. They think he's dead, so they flee and um, don't know what to do. They like, like they drive like maybe five minutes away, and then finally they realize, oh, my God, we left our friend. We're going to go back and get him. And they go back to get him, and he's gone. Mm-hmm. So then they go back to the their 
a hometown that they live in, and they tell the police the story, and of course, they're met with a bunch of skepticism about this, um, because they're just they're telling the police that their friend got abducted by aliens, right? Or they don't say that that he got abducted by aliens, but they say that he was struck down. They came back; he wasn't there. So they're getting flack for leaving their friend. Um, they're getting flack for just the whole story in general. Don't they uh, suspect? them of like murdering him yeah they do because i mean this guy disappeared they were with him and their story is so out there that the cops are just like i mean you guys are obviously not telling the truth so then they agree to take a lie detector test and the questions are kind of sketchy that they're being asked almost in the ways to trick them and they all pass except for one person who doesn't fail but it's an inconclusive test these guys are walking by <laughs> every week. They walk by the every studio. Week, walking by the studio. Yeah. Um, Fans, I guess. The one guy who they don't—they don't, they don't tell you who it is—it gets an inconclusive test, and because of that, they don't pass the lie detector test, which apparently happened in real life. Okay. Like, like I said, this is a true story. Um, so they're met with skepticism there, but then their friend Travis suddenly returns. How does he come back again? So he he calls um, uh, his friend and is like, "Are you there? You need to come get me." And he explains where he is, and they find him like by this old gas station, by a phone booth, and he's like completely naked, and like covered in like goo, Hi. and like doesn't <laughs> <laughs> right. It's rated R. Um, doesn't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> and well, now the movie's different, and doesn't remember anything. So they're oh, like, getting good. So the, the people are like, "Yeah, he was Doctor Aliens," but like he can't say that he was. He's like completely traumatized. He's got like bruising all over his face. So you don't really know what happened to him. And then like he starts to have flashbacks. And while he's home, after he comes home from the hospital, they're having like a a uh, a party for him. And he's, like, in the kitchen, and he, like, all of a sudden has, like, like the complete flashback of what happened to him. And that's where the scene comes from, is him, like, waking up in the UFO, and the aliens are, like, experimenting on him. And it's, like, the most, like, like, if you could think about, like, like a, like a shocking, like, way of, like, aliens, like, probing and experimenting on you, like, this is it. And apparently it's, like, specific to what this guy in real life saw. Like, this is, like, his, like, account of what happened to him in this in this UFO. And if, it's that, if that's what really happens to you when you get abducted, <laughs> I do not want to get abducted at no, all. Yeah. I'm, um, this scene, just, like, I know it's it seems like I'm, I'm, like, hyping it up, but, like, it really is, like, crazy, like, what, what they do to this guy. And how, like, traumatizing that would be. Yeah. Like, needles and eyeballs and, like, goo the shoved weird, in his mouth. Weird plastic. Yeah, plastic, weird like... Weird sheet. It's like a uh, like a dental dam for, like, his entire body, I would I would describe it as. Not familiar with that product. What's dental dam? <laughs> like, like those I know what it they is, put in, but no. I'm not... I don't use that. No, like, when you get, like, when you get surgery on your mouth or whatever, they put that big, like, plastic oh. thing in your mouth. Uh-huh. So it covers everything up but the tooth that they're working on. I have a question. Now that we're talking about the, the scene... I thought we were gonna keep talking. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Well, just like one second. Doesn't the Matrix kind of like steal that like a little bit? 
what do you, you think mean? about it? I don't know. For some reason, when I, I saw the Matrix uh, for the first time, I, w- I thought fire in the sky when like Neo wakes up. Anyway, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely when he wakes up in like oh, the, he, in oh, the pod, pulling the, pod. the yeah. stuff out of his yeah, room. that yeah. is definitely yeah. that is definitely taken from the Matrix or the Matrix definitely takes from that. Yeah, hundred percent. I didn't even think about that actually, but yeah. now, that's a good yeah. point now that you brought it up. Um, but he's just being held down, like, right. Almost mentally, like yeah. And these guys are just like doing whatever they want to him. Yeah. And then he wakes up and he's like walking down the street. Like they like dropped him off. See you later. Right. Thanks. Um, so yeah, so the scene, that one scene, it's it's about like 15 minutes is awesome. The rest of the movie, like it's good, but it's just like, I don't know, it's, it's like, it's, it's, what do you do if it's, it's a story, it's a true story of people who saw their friend get abducted by aliens and then they're trying to convince the town. It's got a lot of, a lot of it has to do with like a small town, how a small town works. Mm-hmm. They do like the, they go to the church and they have like a town meeting and you have the people standing up being like, this is ridiculous, you know. Our our movies today are have so many similar, <laughs> so many um, similar characteristics. Yeah, so that part of it, like, like the movie as a whole, I say is like a classic B movie. Like it's not great or anything. Um, the acting is kind of weak and not very good. Um, but there are some like good, there are some good moments in it, um, that, that I really liked, but uh, yeah, that particular scene was great. And I'd never seen this movie before. So, uh, it was, it was awesome for me to, to, to go back and watch it. Who are these? It's our groupies. They're bad guys. Um, but yeah, I loved it. Fire in the Sky. Definitely check it out and definitely check it out for that particular scene because it will not disappoint. Scene will stick with you forever. Yeah. I mean, that. The goo, yeah, like when they cut the sheet open and the goo starts going into his mouth, and then he can't scream anymore. Yeah, it's and very then, traumatizing. Isn't there like a a needle going towards? Yeah, him? yeah. His but eye. like the needle keeps getting longer. Yeah, too, and then boop. Ugh. I think the big problem with like that movie is that like how are you supposed to prove that that happened? Like, the, like what's the well, yeah, like so, what's the third act supposed to be in that movie? Like, I, I, it's basically. Them all stop being friends. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, then... That's spoiler the, alert. Spoiler alert. But, I mean, the movie came out in 1993. I mean, if you haven't seen it, sorry. Um, <laughs> and it's a true story. So if you look at, look up the true story... And we've talked these, about it the last yeah. three weeks, too. So. Um, but apparently, like, I was looking up the actual real, real-life account of, of it, and apparently there's a lot of skepticism about it. Like, even UFO truthers, like, have skepticism about this guy's story. Uh, mainly, which they don't talk about in the movie. Like, him and his family were UFO people. Like, they, like, oh, yeah. were UFO, like, truthers and, like, read UFO books and, like, were, you know, big on aliens exist type of thing. So, like, he already had that in his in his past before this happened. So, when it did happen, people mm. think, like, well, this guy, like, read all about this stuff and, like, he... But it still is one of the most famous accounts ever in, in the United States. Yeah. UFO. I mean, I mean, imagine if that happened today, like, a group of loggers... One guy went missing, and they said it was aliens. And then he shows up. A few days later, he comes back. When everyone like would be all over that Nancy Grace show yeah. that these yeah. guys killed him, and then he just shows up. That would be world news. Yeah, especially and then his account of what happened too. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially since like all of their stories like corroborated. Yeah, they all tell and, the same story. Yeah, and but it makes you think like if he was not taken by aliens, which like whatever, where was he? They go yeah. on like a vacation. Like, what was he doing? Yeah. Nowadays, they could easily trace that. I would, I would imagine, like someone would be able to come out and say they saw him. But I also really like the way that the aliens look in that movie. They have that. I said it before, but that's when like that 
the modern look of an alien with the big head with the big eyes yeah started to come around and that's kind of what the alien looks like in that movie except they look real like they just have tiny they eyes. They look like they look almost like they look like humans, like a form of humans. They, but they're yeah. not. They humans. look like remember that fox like all like Neil alien autopsy video that came out when we were all kids. Oh yeah, yeah. they look just like that guy. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's what aliens really do look like. Who knows? Alien autopsy was real. Oh, all right, it was real and everything else. Spaceman. Yeah, <laughs> spaceman. All right, so Matt. Hi. What did you see this week? Uh, I watched a lot this week, actually. Uh, what one thing are we going to Well, talk we're going to talk about the invitation, but... Oh, so, update. Yeah, update. Update music. Insert yeah. update music here. Yeah. I did see the... Up to date. Oh, my God. I saw Snowden, <laughs> The Accountant, and uh, this movie that everyone should watch on Netflix. We're going to talk I, about it next week. I think Ray and I are going to talk about it next week because I told him to watch it. Everyone should watch White Girl on Netflix because it is fantastic. Uh, a lot of my friends have told me about this movie and told me that it is, rem- you know, it's reflective to their 20s in New York City. So w- watch that movie and then you can see, what, you know, yeah, I'm, make I your think, judgments about my friends. I think I'm going to talk, I think I'm going to visit it this week and maybe we'll talk about it next week. But yeah. The Invitation. The Invitation. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, The Invitation is about a guy named Will, uh, hmm. played by Logan Marshall Green. Yeah. Who you've seen him in a lot of things? Prometheus. Yeah, he was in Prometheus. He was in Devil, uh, a bunch of other stuff. He was actually in Snowden. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff. Like you recognize his face, but you'll be like, "Where is I know this guy from?" That's kind of what the like what I had. Um, anyway, so he is invited to dinner at his old house. Right. His his ex wife. His ex wife's old. So basically, like what happens is their son dies before the movie starts. They have a son, and he dies, and the wife just disappears. And like two years later, she comes back, and she's having a dinner party with old friends. And he gets an invitation. He's now living with his girlfriend, and they decide to go. And when they get to this dinner. Uh, like right away he starts to have like weird mental I want to say like a breakdown but he starts like having like flashbacks I think it's him him being in his old house is 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 screwing with him yeah it's like messing back. with first his time head. he's been back and you think this guy's having like a mental breakdown the whole movie right uh and they really play to that uh who directed this movie <laughs> I think it's a woman uh Karen Kusama anyway I probably said that wrong, and I'm sorry, but the movies... Shout out. Yeah, sorry, the movies... I, I love the way this movie looks. Uh, anyway, back to the story. So... <laughs> you can talk about the way it looks. Uh, we'll talk about that afterwards, but this movie... So, they have his dinner party, and his old friends, and uh, some new people are there. She's... The, his ex-wife is now remarried. And she's weird. And she is bizarre. And like, the... Spacey, like she's... Weird. The new husband is also just something off about him. Uh, their friend that they have is, he's very peculiar. So the wife left him after the child she died. She disappeared. And then they, she like kind of went crazy. Yeah. Then like got remarried. That, that, yeah, that's what you're made to believe. Yeah, made to believe made is to like believe. she couldn't handle it mm-hmm. and she leaves and she hooks up with this new guy 
and they move in. They move in together into his old Logan Marshall Green's old house, which is like a mansion in the Hollywood. Right, it's a really, yeah, really. Nice I don't remember place. what he did for a living. Did they have this amazing house or? Yeah, her? they don't really know. explain that. Yeah, but they had this a fantastic house with like his whole movie theater and stuff inside of it. It was awesome. Yeah, but anyway, so halfway into this dinner, uh, they're played a. On a like MacBook Pro was brought out by the new husband. Should we wait? Hold on. Oh. Should we? Are we going to spoil spoil the movie? Yeah, no, why not? no, 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 no. It's on Netflix. <laughs> spoil it. I mean, it's been on Netflix for a long time now. Don't spoil it. Ah, oh, come on, Nick. <laughs> uh, oh. Um, Ray did this movie in like at like week sixteen. <laughs> no, yeah. I see, well, gotten around. No, gotten around to it yet. Still talk about. It. So like. I don't know how not to spoil it and talk about well, it. Well, no, that's he, the problem Ray had, no, too. Yeah, yeah it's Here's, well, really good. We talked about it way more than I did. I, like, barely even spoke. I don't even know why I even brought it up on the show, because, like, <laughs> I had nothing to say. I was like, you haven't seen this movie, and you just need to just go see it. Um, did you see it in theaters? No, I watched it on uh, Amazon Prime. Okay. All right. Um, Netflix. Shout Amazon out to Prime. Am- shout out to Amazon Prime. Uh, the one thing that the that is kind of frustrating with the with the movie is, like, so he gets this dinner party and like it's his ex-wife, her weird husband and they're like their weird friend are all there and they're like acting weird. Yeah. But then like him and all all he all his old friends are there too. And like it's one of those things where like you can see that something weird is going on and he can see that something weird is going on, but all the other people there are like, "Oh no, they're nice people." Like, like it's it's, a- it seems like they're trying to like get it like keep it together. Right. But like no one poses the question of like where have you been? Who right. why are you with this guy? And it's so clear you that, just like, abandon something's your off. husband. Yeah, it's just so bizarre. Something- and and it and it's like it, it's it's frustrating to the viewer cuz you're like, "Obviously something's going on here," but like all these people are like, "Oh no, it's fine." Blah, blah. It reminded me of uh, if you ever seen the movie Coherence. Yeah, I did see that movie. Is great. That awesome movie. That movie was made for sixty thousand dollars. You know that? Yeah. The well, movie is fantastic. If you haven't seen movie. Coherence, do yourself a favor. Maybe on Amazon Prime yeah. and Netflix. Check that movie out. That's not out. a movie you can't really talk about. I haven't yeah, seen. It. These are both, <laughs> by the way. These are both uh, two movies that I want to say for all you young filmmakers out there. Uh, one location. Shot, I think Coherence was shot in six days. Yeah, the same house. Don't need any special effects. Canon 5D Mark threes. Uh, this movie a little bit more high production quality, but it it's all. I mean, aside from I think one scene that takes place in a car in the beginning, the rest of the movie is all one location and utilize. I mean, you get a real crazy sense of that space, but yeah, one location done very very well. Yeah, it's just it's just. The basic, you know, without giving anything away, like, they get to this house and, like, weird stuff starts to happen. And there's definitely a m- ulterior motives between his wife, or his ex-wife, and her new husband. And as it starts to unfold, it starts to get really, really, really good and really creepy and very disturbing. And it's just, it, it it's a very slow burn of a movie, but it really... It it's it very well done. It does not. The ending you. does not disappoint yeah, either. The last twenty minutes of that movie does not disappoint. Yeah. It, it it it's almost like a like a noir film that like takes place in a like at a dinner party, and it's very it's like a psychological thriller, but without being like over the top. Like I watched this movie recently that was uh reminded me of this movie was like uh what like would you rather. And people, it's like a dinner party, and people have to keep doing these weird, uh, like upping the ante. Oh, I. Uh, Do you know that movie? I no, I didn't see it, but that's where. 
like one guy like, it's like cuts a, out his a, own cornea. It's like it's like weird because he won't let him stop. Yeah, right? they won't let him stop till yeah. someone like one guy is left alive at the end. Uh, anyway, that's what this movie reminded me of. That uh, the imitation is not it's not go that route, but it's I loved it. The ending of that movie is fantastic. Uh, everyone should check this out. It's free on Netflix if you have subscription. Shout out to Netflix. Yeah, I mean if you don't <laughs> if you don't have a Netflix account. Email me and I'll give you my pad, my, my login to Ooh, watch. Wow, this. nice. Yeah. What's your email address? Man? It's uh MatthewVitri at gmail.com. Everyone email me. <laughs> Everyone email me, please. I'll give you my Netflix login. You can watch this movie on me. And uh you know, And White Girl too. And White Girl. Watch White, White Girl. Talk about next week. All right. We're gonna talk about that next week. We're gonna spoil that movie. So everyone watch White Girl. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Nick, what did you watch this week? <laughs> so instead of watching something good like you guys did, oh great, I watched Best of the Best Three. <laughs> oh my god! Continuing the continuing, can we, can huh? Please talk about something. No, else. this one is the best one so far. <laughs> oh. Best of the Best Three, No Turning Back, starring. Um, I just yeah. have one question. Yeah, please. <laughs> did he make any money by just by selling the casino? Well, we don't know. Um. I guess he does because he has a, uh, well, maybe not. It's difficult to say. They only He only references the other two movies in one part. Ray, did you listen to the podcast last week and uh, get a sense of how the last movie ended? <laughs> no. <laughs> so basically, All right, so, go, just tell him the premise because yeah. it's, so it's amazing. Best of the Best 2. Oh, right, yeah, because you didn't hear it. So hey, Best hey, of the Best 2. Um, they're in Las Vegas. Chris Penn gets killed, and Philip. I love the fact they're all like living together in the same house. I, I'm not sure they all do, but it seems like they do. Uh, Philip Ree and Eric Roberts go to avenge his death, uh, by joining. Who's Vegas guy? Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton's <laughs> underground Newton. casino fight. He doesn't club. play himself. He plays a bad guy. Um, and so. There's a big guy that Tommy has to take down, and he does. Movie ends. Best of the Best 3 picks up. It's got to be a couple years later because Tommy no longer does karate. He doesn't train anyone anymore because of everything that happened. Does he have, like, PTSD? He doesn't, he doesn't have flashbacks or anything, but he's, he's very upset about what happened in Las Vegas. PT, PTKD. Right. <laughs> Post-traumatic karate disorder. <laughs> <laughs> and, and um he uh his car has Nevada plates on it so that's like a throwback to them being in Vegas. Anyway, so he's going back to visit his sister <laughs> who lives in small town America. Um it's really nondescript small town and he's going there, he's driving. He goes into town. On the way into town, he gets a flat tire. And he has to call tow truck. He goes into a local diner, and there's a waitress who's very nice, and four white supremacists sitting at a table. Oh, yeah. This movie is all about white supremacists and hate. It is amazing. (laughs) This was the funniest movie I have watched in a very long time. Because I, when you think of white supremacist, you think of comedy. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot 
convey how hard I was laughing while this movie was going on. It is so ridiculous. Um, so Tommy has his little run in with the with the white supremacist because he's Asian. They say, you know, you're not sticking around. You're just passing through, you know, that all stuff. So anyway, he goes to visit his sister and on the way he we meets two calendar year. He runs into he runs into her uh husband, played by Christopher McDonald, who is uh Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore and, right. and thousands of other things. Um he's a good guy. And um there's a local school teacher played by Gina Gershon. Ooh, Gina Gershon. Wow, big cast. And um <laughs> our Lee Army plays um, a guy who has like a hate TV channel because this one, the one character who's the son of the waitress watches the white supremacist TV channel. Oh. And then there's generic rednecky kind of guy who has like mutton chops and he, he is, uh, we'll just call him, um, re- generic, re- generic, generic white supremacist guy. So that's your main cast right there. So, the white supremacists spray paint on the local school the N word, and they spell it wrong. But the the you know that's so that's trying to show you that things are not good in small town America. Right. You know this used to be a good place, and now hate is taking over, and no one no one will stand up to these guys because they're afraid of them. So so Tommy goes to visit his sister. And they're taking care of a child whose father was murdered in the opening scene of the movie because he preached about. Is there any karate in this movie? There Wait, is so much karate. <laughs> I was going to say, so like, please tell me that he has to join like a karate ring run by white supremacists. It's 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 so good. <laughs> I, I can't. Down. Like, I feel like I got to tell the entire story, so I will. Here we go. Anyway, so they're, they're taking care of this one kid, and then. Because Tommy's still in town, they get attacked by the white supremacists. And that's when the karate starts, Ray. He takes on 15 guys in the street in front of the ice cream store and just beats the crap out of everybody. And he, like, uses his spray uh, shaving cream can and, like, hits, you know, like, using it like nunchucks or whatever because it's in a bag. It's in a bag. Uh. And uh, anyway, he beats the crap out of these guys. So many breakable furniture pieces these guys fly are through. The, are the fight scenes good? No, they're bad. <laughs> they're really they're really not very good. And um, the fight's over. Christopher McDonald shows up to to rescue his his wife. You know, like what what happened? No one will testify against these guys. Everybody's. I didn't see anything. I don't want any trouble. So the movie keeps going. Eventually, eventually, I, I'm just gonna skip a whole bunch. Eventually, Arlie Army's. You find out that Arlie Army isn't really the really bad guy that he's made out to be. He just believes in heavy segregation. <laughs> he just wants all races completely separated. Whereas generic white supremacist dude wants violent revolution. So he stabs Arlie army to death in front of people and then gives a speech akin to the the speech at the end of uh or towards the end of the Force Awakens where the guy says a new galactic empire but in front of all of his white supremacist friends oh god it is ridiculous i let me put it this way at one point philip ray who plays tommy is being chased 
by, he's being run down by three different motorcycles. He turns, jumps in the air, and kicks the three different guys in the face on one jump. Like, <laughs> it's not funny. It's, in it's the just air. professional. Oh my god! It's so the the lack the silence there really hurt me. <laughs> but um, he jumps in the air and kicks three dudes in the face who are ten feet apart. That's the best. There, I'll stop there. You guys aren't feeling it. You should, <laughs> everybody should totally watch best. You don't have to watch the first two, but you got to watch best of the best three. Next week I'm doing best of the best four. <laughs> How and many are be there? Over. I think there were six. No, there's only four. I can oh, only find thank God. find four. One more week. But this movie is from 1995, and I can't. I Wait a minute. It, it was like seven years after. Oh yeah. Best of the best two. First of all, best of the best two. The premise doesn't sound that bad. I'm kind of you know. The premise of this movie doesn't sound that bad. That's the best <laughs> this one was also directed fight, by. And if you beat the main oh, guy, got behind the chair. Yeah, you know, or got behind the camera. Double oh duty God. now. I think he was also involved in the story. If too. you beat the main guy in part two, you own the casino. Oh. There's a drag out, beat him up fight where where Philip Ree is going one on one with the head white supremacist dude, you know, and it turns into like a knife fight, and then at the end he has him beat. Philip Ree, you know, good triumphs over evil. And the white supremacist guy wants him to, to kill him. He's like, end it. And Philip Ree says no. And he stabs like the ground next to his head. And he's like, hate is not the answer. And he gets up to walk away. And while he's walking away, past the 200 white supremacist guys who are gathered around, the guy stands up and like grabs a rifle and, and goes to shoot it. And then waitress lady's kid shoots him down because he's learned you know hate is not the answer hate's not the answer yeah now he's a murderer yeah right <laughs> Wait a second. hate apparently is the answer yeah he shoots him to death and uh then philip re walks away and i guess he runs off with gina gershon for a while i don't like gina gershon's mouth i'm a, I'm a, I'm a gina gershon fan i think i can yeah, get past yeah. her mouth the only scene, most of the movie, she's wearing like school marm clothes. Like she uh, does not she's look toned down a little bit. She's, she's not, not sexy girl. in this movie at all. And and the one scene where she does, like, where it where she does like get like her clothes, they're getting torn off because it's an attempted rape. So it's <laughs> it's like, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> like why one? Why are you in this movie? Because you're not acting. But two, like. You don't have to be in this movie just because you're like a hot chick, but this is the one scene like it's there's like that. Um, it's kind of like a late 70s, 80s mentality where the only way to get to sexualize a woman was to like enact a rape scene like that. You'll see that in a lot of uh barbarian movies is like constant rape, and that's how they were able to get like um bare breast and stuff onto the screen because well you know it doesn't fit any other way we'll just force them to do it so it's like a weird it was a fun left it was a fun that. time it was not a fun scene to watch <laughs> yeah. either but then for nudity then, appropriate watch white girl on netflix <laughs> <laughs> um philip Ree shows up and rescues her from the rape it doesn't happen and then it turns out everything in her apartment is made of breakaway glass because he just keeps kicking dudes in the breakaway glass the end. Does insurance cover that? I don't think it does. Uh -huh. I don't think it does. All right, so last week we had a, a new segment called Matt's, what was it, the Matt's Combat Nation? 
Yes. I don't know. I I got clever. And um were you though? Yeah, I'm very clever. And the question was, <laughs> what is your favorite Adam Sandler movie that isn't Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore? Punch Drunk Love. Ooh, Punch Drunk Love's That's a good a movie. Good movie, yeah. That's my favorite. Um Wedding Singer came Jill P says the Wedding Singer. Christy agrees. She says the wedding singer, and she also says Big Daddy is very good. And Big, she always I, I would go with Big Daddy. I always like that. Yeah, I'd have to go with Big Daddy too. I, I think I know every line from that movie. <laughs> you guys don't like the Water Boy? And uh, okay. well, that's what Gina D says. Gina D. Oh, Gina she D. She says Water Boy, and then I think it's a Laffy emoticon, but with water streaming out of his face three times. I like describing the emoticons. Mm. And then Liz G, she says, trick question, there are none. And Good I, one, Liz. I, I said, you haven't seen the one where he plays his own twin sister? And <laughs> she replied, Jack you and know, Jill? I missed it, but she caught the one where he has a magic remote. I'm going to say, click. click, click, click will hit Tear, you in the tears, heart. Tears at the heart. Yeah. yeah. That movie. Click, click will get you. Click's a movie that... That you went to see for laughs yeah. and you came out crying. And you went like, to see because of that one scene with a girl running in slow motion. Right. And you're like, oh, okay, it'll be like an hour. And then, and then, oh my God, I'm feeling things. <laughs> you're like, wow, that movie was really emotional. <laughs> and that was about it for for our responses. So funny. I liked I liked funny people too. I know a lot of people didn't like. I didn't did like not it. like it. I, I thought it was pretty good. I like that movie. I like that movie a lot actually, but. I still think Punch Drunk Love is my favorite Adam I Sandler love movie. Punch Drunk Love. I, I, think I wish he would do movie. more serious and not these like terrible. Like was the one on Netflix? All, all he cares yeah, about ridiculous is six. So much money. What? Did, well, yeah, he has a deal with Netflix now, so he yeah, makes a movie a they year just with make Netflix. Terrible. What was the one? Yeah, movie but they make worth? money. It's yeah, they all make money. David Spade like came out last year. That was what's it? It's all him and all his boys. He he he. he Brings his crew think, in and they make a like, movie for like not a lot of money. And if yeah. you were friends with Adam Sandler, you'd still be working. Yeah, like, but I'd be like, those hey, why do. don't we make something good? No, they don't care. They just yeah. half of those guys are old SNL guys. They're yeah. just happy to still be getting a, a decent paycheck. Um. All right, so Ray's random request for this week. Oh, I was expecting Matt to give a question. No, so please, now I'm unpre- you go first. Now I'm not prepared. Or we could do what we did last week with the combo question. I don't want to do that. I think we should do it. Ray, <laughs> ask the beginning of a question. But don't use the what's your favorite. Right, 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 right. Do something. Um, uh, the suspense is Silence is deafening. <laughs> Name a movie that you thought was going to be bad but turned out to be very good. Oh, that's, that's, that's lame. Not, that's <laughs> lame. Come on. You're better than that. I mean, you said, All right, no. you start it. You start it. I'll finish it. Name a movie that you <laughs> thought was going to be. No, no, no. Started a different. Started a different way. Uh, what? Oh, I, all right. I got. Wait, you, hold on, you, know, you say a word, then I'll say a word. <laughs> all right, go. Ahead, go you go. go. What film noir? What? Oh, he pointed at me. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't focus on your. F- the big finger. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 so wait, let's start over. <laughs> Here we go. Just go what film? What film do you prefer <laughs> to make love to? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, wait, here's a good one. Oh, oh here we go. 
Here we go. No, I got like a full question. Okay. I'm not gonna oh. do it. Okay. Oh, so good. in regards to Nick's, uh, Nick watching all the best of the best. What is your favorite like? Um, how would how would you say it? Like anth- anthology. Anthology. Or movie but series, mo- movie movie series that that definitely went on for too long, but there was like a hidden gem in there somewhere. So like uh, Star Wars. So you, you could say you could say the Fast the Fast and the Furious movies. I know a lot of people like the later later ones. Yeah. Um, Halloween. Halloween's Halloween Four, four is good. Good, yeah. Halloween Three. He's not even in the movie. Season of the Witch, yeah. which is sneaky good. That is terrible. One of Charlie. Charlie is a big fan. Char- of yeah, movie. Charlie loved it. He yeah. would be. Um, yeah, so a movie or like Avengers Friday the Thirteenth. There's like a thousand of those. Yeah, um, Freddy go. What's the one where he's in Freddy space? Is that yeah. Jason? X? Jason X is when he goes to space. Yeah, yeah, that one is ridiculous. I love. Yeah, it. so uh, favorite so movie, an- uh, yeah, movie anthology, and it can be bad. It can be bad movies, but just ones that get so ridiculous that they're good. Like the one like Nick's been watching, the best of the best. Can't wait to get to best of the best four. I almost watched it right away, but <laughs> I wanted to save it for next week. Um, um, all right, you're welcome well, for saving wait, everybody. Do I get got a question now? Nope. Okay. <laughs> so, we got a little extra time to kill. Sure. Great. You want to play the game, Ray? Sure. Okay, so Matt, last week, we or two weeks ago, we played a new game where I'm going to say an actor, and then Ray will say a movie that that actor was in. Can I do an impression of the actor? No. Oh. No. And then you're going to name you, your movie, right? Yeah, actor movie, and then you name another actor from the movie Ray was in. Just go in a circle. Yeah. Okay. And I do Fine. that, and then we'll slowly just get eliminated. I listened to it. I I think I. Oh, okay. I got it. Could have right, spoken up about. We have to well, I like to watch you stumble, think your way through a sentence. All right. So, I'll start with DB Sweeney. I don't know any. Oh, Fire in the Sky. No, I name another movie that DB Speeding was in. Or? No, no, name, another, name another actor, actor in Fire. Robert yeah. Patrick. Terminator Two, Judgment Day. Nice. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then you have to know the answer. Yeah. To the, to the like one a, that like you I said. say Arnold Schwarzenegger, meaning I need to know a movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger was in. Right. Oh. That's the. I can't just like say Arnold Schwarzenegger and then not know anything he was in. So can when I say a movie, do I have to know the, another actor in the yes. movie? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Red Heat. Jesus. <laughs> John Belushi. Jim Belushi. You got it, man. Jim Belushi. I want to say according to Jim, but that's a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm not. I'm out. I've got one. Yeah. What? Oh no, it's not. We're not done yet. So, yeah, that's but, yeah, but don't yet. Do I have to come back? With you, the can call me on it. you can yeah, call I'm me call, on it. Yeah, I'm calling oh. you on it. K nine one one. Oh my god, I think you're right. Uh, so yeah, so, uh, yeah. another Jim Belushi movie I know. Then All I right, went. So I'm out. You're out. All right. Now it's just you two. All right. So, <clears throat> since you're the guest, you're sitting in the back of the studio. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll let you pick. You want an actor or a movie? movie. Okay. Uh, I'll go first then. Hmm. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, 
Ray, you start us off. The last time well, I'm out. Right? Yeah, you're out, but you can just oh, you can, I can start, start us off with, uh, okay. with a unbiased um, word. You can name either a movie or an actor since you're starting. All right, I'll I'll, I'll go movie. I'll go uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. All right, and then I'll go because I'm actor. I'm never going to get... Okay, go ahead. Richard Dreyfus. I'm Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> it's got to be quick. You can't yeah, you got to... All right, well, Jaws. I was going to say Mr. Holland's opus, but... Please. Yeah, no one knows anybody else. Um, Roy Scheider. Blue Thunder. Blue Thunder? I like how, I like how I'm on the outside looking in here. Yeah. Blue Thunder. I've never even heard of that. Is that a real thing? It's a great movie. You should watch it. It's about a helicopter. Okay. Helicopter oh. cop. I'm thinking. Um, I got nothing. I don't remember the name of the actor. Oh! <laughs> so that doesn't count. Yeah. All right, I win. You win, I guess. All right. Sweet. Today's Victor is not named Victor at all. All right, Ray. We're tied now. Yeah. One, one to one. one. All right. Owen <laughs> oh, oh one? <laughs> You're... You have no wins. You don't know anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. That's the game, right you know, now. like you kind of hope the next person the ne- that they keep it alive. Yeah. Uh, all right. So if you're listening to us right now on the podcast radio network, uh, we have a brand new time. Uh, we come on at oh. 10 o'clock now, Ray. Okay. Uh, instead of 1030. Daniel Stern. <laughs> Daniel Stern was in Blue Thunder. <laughs> yeah. He's the, he, he's the young partner. Wow. Jesus. Oh, and Malcolm uh, McDowell, too. Also, our cast. You should watch that one. Um, yeah, Sorry. So check us out on the Podcast Radio Network, Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Uh, if you're interested in hearing more from us, get in touch with us on our Facebook, Twitter, Google+, all the social stuff. Uh, check us out at thisweekinfilm.com, because we have that now, Ray. We have just This Week right. in Film. Um and you can find us on all the regular places, SoundCloud, iTunes, all that stuff. Uh, you guys have anything to plug? No. Got nothing. Um, uh, nope. Uh, check out Charlie's book. The cool paperback of it all in black and white is out. It's yeah, really it's cool looking. And if that's the end of the reel, we'll see you next week in film. See ya. Bye. <laughs>